I used to be a very timid, negative thinker and people pleaser. Then my relationship with God changed all that around. Now I have this podcast called The Essence of Life, where I share with people about various aspects of life. For example, your health, finances, personal development, your relationships, and of course, your spirituality. And just how you can balance all of these things together to live the abundantly blessed and balanced life that Jesus came for you to live. John 10.10 tells us, The thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But I came so that you can have life and to live it to the full and to enjoy it. If you would like to know more about this podcast, please subscribe for more content on living the abundantly balanced life. Sebo, sounds good. God bless you. Hi, Essence listeners. So my prayer journal is about to be released. Definitely something to look forward to. Along with my latest book, The Essence of Life, God, Them and Me. Be sure to grab a copy on Amazon or in Antigua. And also my very first book, Walking a Two-Way Street, Examining the Both Sides of the Story Before Making a Decision is available. As I continue this journey of my writing, you can also check out my blog, netishaali.blogspot. Check it out and you can see so much more inspirational and educational content to help you live the abundantly balanced life. C'est bon? Sounds good. I recently saw a post from the Prime Minister of Antigua and Barbuda where he took a picture of breakfast that he had made for his family and he boasted, quote-unquote, that he had grown the foods that were on his plate from his farm and now he was happy to use it to make breakfast for his family. Now, it brought me to the scripture that I was reading in Jeremiah chapter 29. A lot of times we quote Jeremiah when we talk about the plans that God has for his people. But in this specific one, it stood out to me as I was reading it. It's actually a letter to the exiles that God had given to Jeremiah the prophet to his people in uh, from Jerusalem to the surviving exiles among the priests and so on. So this is what it says in Jeremiah 29 verse 4. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says to all those I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build homes and settle down. Plant gardens and eat what they produce. What? Did God say that? He said, plant gardens and eat what these gardens produce. He didn't say let's export and import but he said it plant gardens and eat what these gardens what they produce and then it continues to talk about marrying the sons and daughters and also verse 7 wasn't a very good one for me it says also seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which i have carried you into god is instructing his people to seek the prosperity of that city not the prosperity of another city but that very city and again it brings me back to eating what you produce in the garden within your country within that city that god has placed you in and he says it pray to the lord 
for it because if it prospers, you too will prosper. Now, I love both of these verses and I can expound a little more on verse 7 in another episode. But I made a note of Jeremiah 29, 4-5 that says, God said to eat what we produce. Welcome back, Essence listeners, to the Essence of Life podcast. It's always a pleasure to have you back on the podcast as we look at different topics of lifestyles that help us to live the abundant life. Remember, God wants us to live a life of abundance in every single area. Abundance in our health, abundance in our finances, abundance in our mindset, our relationship, our personal development, our fun, every single aspect of our life God wants it to be an abundant one and so in this episode I want to talk about this because God said it so plainly to his people he said to have gardens and eat what these gardens produce now let us think of some of the benefits of doing such a thing what are some of the benefits to growing your own food and having your own garden and things like that? Now, I was reading because you know me, I like reading as much as I like writing. And I was reading a book by uh, Dr. Dr. Caroline Leaf. And she was talking about think and eat yourself smart. And she's a neuroscientist. And I just loved some of the information. I'm still reading this book. I actually stopped very long ago, but I need to get back into completing it. You guys pray for me on that. But when I was looking at this topic and I began to intercede and ask God to help me bring this across effectively, I was reminded about this specific book. In her book on page 23, she defines what real food is. And she says, real food is food grown the way God intended. Fresh and nutritious, predominantly local, which means it's grown in the country where you live. Seasonal, it has seasons that we have certain foods growing. Grass-fed, as wild as possible. Fresh of synthetic chemicals whole or minimally processed and ecologically diverse. It is grown according to God's multifaceted genius, transfused throughout interconnected ecosystems because he created our ecosystems. And what I love about uh, Dr. Leaf and what she's outlining, she goes on to explain what real food is. And she says, by choosing it, we need to think about the spirit of organic agriculture rather than blindly accepting the label. She explains further that real foods are whole foods, fresh fruits and vegetables. And she talks about the journey that foods take. So sometimes you go into your supermarket and you see food in the, in the uh, produce section and you'll be like, oh, this is fresh fruits and fresh veggies. And I am one of those who go through my supermarket produce section and look for the local or the locally grown fruits and vegetables. And I'll tell you one of the reasons I do that. It's because I know of all the chemicals that are placed in these other foods that come from overseas. But Dr. Leaf opens our eyes a little bit and she says, shipping foods over long distances drains the ability of these foods to truly nourish us. Shipping foods over long distances drains the ability of these foods to truly nourish us. And she gives an example. She says, broccoli, for instance, loses many, many, 
not a few, many of its nutrients two to three days after being picked and most of its nutrients after a week. So imagine broccoli, you live in the Caribbean and broccoli is being picked off of a farm, it's trans it's uh, packed, it's whatever packaged, and then it's transported to a warehouse, then it's packaged again, and then it's shipped to the Caribbean. How much time does it take for that broccoli to get to the Caribbean? Then it gets cleared on the port of that Caribbean island, then it goes into the supermarket, the supermarket people, attendants have to now package it again and place it on the shelves. How much time does it take for this quote-unquote fresh vegan food to hit the produce shelf? And then how much days does it take you to get into the supermarket to collect it or to buy it? And within that space of time, just how much nutrients is left in that food that you believe that you're consuming that is so filled and what must be done to that food in order for it to survive all of this time. And this is what Dr. Leaf is outlining. And I think further, further down, she talks about having her, her farmer friends and things like that. And I have an episode about it. I said, growing your own food is actually a beautiful thing to do. And being friends with those who do is even better. So you can check out that episode. I have an episode on that. Don't exactly remember the number, but definitely a good one as well. So what am I driving at? When we eat what we produce, we increase the number of nutrients or the amount of nutrients that we are consuming from that plant. And also I was looking at an interview on a Dominican radio on Facebook and the, there was a Rasta guy. We know all the Rastas love their vegan foods and stuff like that. But the Rasta that was being interviewed said that if you cook food and you put it in the fridge, uh, the food dies. So by the next day, there's nothing much left in it. And this makes sense because she's talking about the time frame that the food takes to travel already reduces the level of nutrients that is in it. And I love this part on, on page 27 where she says, why do real whole foods spoil in the first place? Because we put preservatives in them so they don't spoil, so they can last longer, so we can have more food. According to man, that's a plan to have food security. But listen to what she says. Why do real whole foods spoil in the first place? The answer is we are supposed to eat food that is as fresh as possible. The food is spoiling because we're supposed to eat the food as fresh as possible. Much like, and I love this part, obviously, because it talks about scripture, much like manna given to the Israelites in the desert in Exodus 16. Dr. Caroline Leaf, think and eat yourself smart. She's a neuroscientist and she talks about these things. I love this because it's basically showing us when we produce our own foods and we eat what we produce we are first of all like i have been trying to prove this last two or three minutes eating the food with as much of its nutrients as possible the number of days or weeks it takes from another country to us is making it longer and the further it is from picking date the less nutritious it is of course there is preservatives added so all of that too you will be consuming so 
This is one of the reasons why I believe we should eat what we produce. Less time to travel, more time to keep the nutrients fresh, and we should eat the foods that are as fresh as possible. As proven here to us by Dr. Caroline Leaf. All right. This is also a benefit for our country. Because if we are eating what we produce, then it means that the money that we're spending and investing is circulating within our country. And it's also a financial benefit because it reduces the number of foods and goods that we import into our country, which gives us more spending power into putting the money in other things like perhaps healthcare or education for example. So we can see the benefits there of eating what we produce. Eat what you produce. Eat locally grown fresh foods. Decrease import and you can boost your country's economy when you do that. God said to the people, eat what you produce plant gardens he was speaking to his remnants that he was he had taken into exile speaking to them on how to start fresh and god is now speaking to us in 2023 why does the prime minister of antigua has his own farm on an extremely large scale why does the prime minister of dominica has his own farm on an extremely large scale what is it that they know and they are doing that we as the persons the electorate the people in the country are not doing why is it that every single one of us doesn't have a backyard garden why is it that we look down on the agricultural sector and think that it is something that is to be shone on why is it that if we look in the old testament we'll look at uh, god's servant like abraham and lot and all the others and joseph and all of them what did they have they had property they had lands for farming and real estate why is it that we are so caught up on commercialized eating? We are so caught up on importing the fruits and vegetables from other countries while the very ones that are locally made right here in our country, we avoid and we look down upon. The fruits, we complain that the fruit prices are high, but we are not eating what we grow. We have things in Antigua like sugar apple and I love that they're seasonal because every season it's a different fruit and vegetable coming to term which helps us to balance so we don't consume the same type all the time and it gives our body a chance to shift. When we eat what we produce, we know where our food is coming from. We know what was used into producing it. We don't have to worry about where did it come from? How much did it travel? Is it contaminated? Is it not contaminated? What did it take for it to get from that farm to the warehouse, to the airplane, to the boat, to go across the sea and to get to us? God says to eat what we produce. And I, I want to ask us this question, as much as we might think that we don't have the resources within our own country to survive and to feed our own selves. And it's not like I'm saying we should completely stop importing foods from overseas or other countries. We should increase, especially in other Caribbean countries, because this is the section of the world that we're from. Why should I be eating tomatoes from America? when I could have tomatoes from Dominica or St. Vincent or St. Lucia? Why do I have to go beyond my region to get food when we have other Caribbean islands who can produce it as well? I wanna leave you with this question. Before air and sea travel became available, what did the people eat? 
How did they source their food? How did they get food to eat and did they make it long enough? Did they survive? Were they healthy? So we should not be afraid to promote locally grown foods. We should not be afraid to having our own gardens. And even if we live in a neighborhood where there's limited space, there's also something else that we can look into, which is called aquaponics, where we can grow certain fruits and vegetables in water. Or there's also growing your, your stuff in flower pot. My mom grows plants, her, her herbs and, and things like that in flower pots next to her window in New York City. What is our excuse? God wants us to eat what we produce. The world is screaming with a voice stating that we are moving to a place of food insecurity. We're moving to a place of food shortage. What can we do in our respective local countries? What can we do in the Caribbean to make sure that we are not threatened? One of the things we can do is to take the wisdom of God and the instruction of God that he gave to his people thousands of years ago. He said in Jeremiah 29, 4-5, God said to eat what you produce. He said, build houses and settle down, plant gardens and eat what they produce. My Essence listeners, I hope this episode blesses you. I have given you as objective of a perspective as I can, and I may build up on this episode another time. I am a huge advocate for eating and growing local foods, for consuming the things that are grown locally. And as I said to you, it benefits you in a number of ways. One of which is you get to capitalize on the amount of nutrients that you get from the food because you get it in its purest, most fresh form. Didn't have to travel through the sky and sea to get to you. You picked it straight from your garden. And I want to urge you, when you do that, you not only create an opportunity to feed yourself and your family, you create opportunities to support local farmers. You create an opportunity to support your country. And as God said, you can pray for prosperity for that country in verse 7. He said, seek the peace and prosperity of that city to which I've carried you into. Pray to the Lord for it because if it prospers, you too will prosper. And when you grow and you eat local foods, you create more prosperity for that local place that you live. And if that place will prosper, so will you. Let's follow these prime ministers. Let's follow them. They're doing something and they're showing us that they're not too big to have their own farms, to grow their own food. So why shouldn't we follow our leaders for all the right reasons? And why should we not listen to one more great principle from God that teaches us how to live the abundantly balanced life? I know this episode is going to bless you and I still want to shout out Turks and Caicos. You are still climbing up the the charts as one of the top countries listening to the podcast. Shout out to Antigua as well, Anguilla, Dominica, the United States, Germany and South Africa. Thank you guys so much for your loyalty and your support. See you next time on the Essence of Life podcast. C'est bon? Sounds good. And remember... I love to get feedback from you. So leave me a comment on Spotify, wherever you're tuning in on how this episode has blessed you and brought you one step closer to a life of abundance in your health. Amen.